Hi, everyone. You're listening to The Best One Since the Next One, the podcast that dives headfirst into film and TV franchises and the fandoms they inspire. This is a special preview episode of the show to kind of dial things in. I'm joined right now by Kara DJ, the proprietor of the Star Wars fanzine Into a Larger World. Hey, Kara. Hello. How you doing? I'm feeling great. I'm fired up about what we're going to talk about today, which is the arrival Finally, the arrival of the Book of Boba Fett teaser trailer. And it's cool because I get to talk to Kara. Kara and I have been uh, pandemic buddies. We watched The Last Dance together and uh, about that and kind of became internet friends. So it's it's a real treat to be able to talk to you today about this. So it is. I I needed someone to freak out about this with. So I'm ready. It started like last night. You started texting me and we're like, John, it's happening. (laughs) <laughs> like the, the tea leaves have been arranged the the planets are aligning it seems like it's happening tomorrow we were speculating whether it was going to be monday night football mm-hmm. which for some reason they always love to throw a star wars trailer clearly it's abc that's why but mm-hmm. they, they love to make star wars fans watch football games and it's like <laughs> i'm sure the venn diagram of that is you know overlaps a little bit i'm still surprised honestly they might show it tonight i'm not watching clearly but but they might you know they might still air it just instead of not the premiere thankfully because i didn't want to have to sit through the sports i think tamara morrison's actually the starting quarterback for monday night football tonight so that's that's the tie-in he could do anything he wants honestly he's he's literally doing everything he's ever wanted right now so of course (laughs) we'll go into this a little bit when we talk about the trailer but uh you can literally see it in his face that he's having the time of his life right now it's the best. You could see it in Mando, too, and this is just, like, taking that even further. I'm just so happy for him. I don't know. And that, like, little clip that came out a little while ago after they finished filming where he's sitting in the hot tub with the Polynesian spa. What does he say at the end? Try something new today. Yeah. <laughs> I've been away for seven months. Not out filming the Book of Boba. Ooh, fight scenes, makeup. The one thing I've really missed is this hidden gem. Here in my hometown, Rotorua. Ah, the Polynesian spa. Come on, New Zealand, try something new. Okay, I will. For some reason, I'm so proud of him. Yes. Yeah, like, I feel I feel like he's my friend. Like, a friend you don't talk to all the time, but when you sure. see them doing well, you're like, love you. Great job. <laughs> Trailer dropped today, about a minute 48 seconds, but we'll take it. The Book of Boba Fett is set to release on December 29th, 2021. They said 2021 and they snuck it in just under the wire. So They really did. <laughs> Are you excited for like that time out of time moment with Boba Fett? That time between Christmas and New Year's where like nothing is real? I know somebody called it like the longest Sunday, you know, like the <laughs> yeah. time in between. And yeah, that'll be a really nice touch to have something to freak out with everyone over. And uh, and then is it going to be six or eight or we don't know? Eight, maybe? I heard six. Six? Six makes more sense. Six to eight. I think you're right. And um, yeah, I think that's great. I love having a little limited series. I love Me having, too. I'll, I'll love having just like coffee in the morning, just getting cozy and watching a Star Wars show. You can't beat it. As we already mentioned, Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett, clearly. Uh, Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shan. I'm saying this like if you're listening to this, you don't already know this. but <laughs> And then <laughs> this is the cast list, apparently. Jennifer Beals as a Twi'lek. 
cool. Right. Because it was like, well, she was, I guess, I don't know, maybe there was rumors that she was in it. Because I saw the article that was going around said Jennifer Beale's role revealed. So I don't know if people knew she was going to be in it. That is very random, but like, okay, yeah. What was that movie she was with Denzel Washington? Was it Mo Better Blues? Isn't she also, she's a maniac, maniac, Flashdance? That's yeah. her, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's a, that was the original working title for Flashdance was She's a Maniac <laughs> yeah. Maniac Flashdance. They're bringing back our boy Ludwig Gornson for the music. Oh, my God. And that title, that theme song is, like, already iconic. That theme song is already, like, lodged in my head every day. Oh, yeah. It's very, like, ominous, but, like, not in a scary way, just in a, like, buckle-up way. I don't know. It's very propulsive. It's very in-your-face. It's like a like sand crawler coming at you out of control. I'm not sure yeah. what it is about it. It's- yeah, I would – Ludwig could score, it, literally, like, my trip to the grocery store, and I'd be <laughs> – excited about it he in fact has several times because there was between (laughs) between tenet and the mandalorian music i was you know just had ear pods in shopping at the grocery store and (laughs) it definitely makes it a a a different experience yeah for sure shopping for like lunchables with like heavy synth going on it's great (laughs) how the show works we're going to start talking doing deep dives into franchises whether they're you know tv shows movies you know maybe even books Kara's going to join me for the first one, uh, which is the Matrix trilogy. So uh, I thought I had Matrix Matrix fever, but then the Boba Fett trailer came along. Um, that's our oh, that's our December in a nutshell, you know. <laughs> we're we're basically doing this podcast so we have a uh, a record of our voices that we ever existed because we're going to just dis- disintegrate after December. It's all over, yeah. <laughs> it's done. It's a done deal. In order to do that, we must first head into. The Hollow Chamber. Initiating Hollow Chamber protocol. You are now entering the Hollow Chamber. Welcome to the Hollow Chamber. We're going to do a deep dive into whatever we're talking about today. So today's subject is the Book of Boba Fett trailer, as mentioned. We're kind of going to go second by second and talk about what we see in the trailer, like a couple freaks. Just talk about what we saw, what we're excited about, and yes. uh, what's to come on December 29th. Oof. So, should we go through it? We should. We definitely should. What if we were like, uh, no, actually, we shouldn't. Bye. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so the trailer opens on the Tatooine landscape. And the mm. first thing we see is, a, I've always said Bomar Monk. I don't know how you say it. If it's Bomar, however you want to say it in Star Warsian languages. A stop motion Bomar Monk crawling around the fields of Tatooine. So you know you're really in for it. That's the first thing you see when you wake up on Monday morning. How are you feeling? Well, I'm going to be honest. As much as I've been for like the past five years, like falling deeper and deeper into the Star Wars Sarlacc pit, if you will, I still did not. I had no idea what that was. And now I know that it's in Return of the Jedi, which I've seen 500 times, but I don't know why I never noticed it before. It is. It's like crawling around when gate opens. It's in a really dark hallway. Mm-hmm. So. It is dark. Yeah. In my defense. <laughs> so in your defense, it's really dark. Your focus, there's uh, short pigmen walking around with axes. So I'm sure your, your focus is not on the spider brain in a jar. It's walking around in the background. But they're very cool and very creepy. And the stop motion vibe was really interesting. You know, of course, I don't even want to talk about discourse. Like, goodbye. I don't care. I'm not on Twitter. I don't read it. 
Bye. But I don't think it even looks stop motion. I think it looks crazy. Like if that is stop motion, that would be more impressive to me because I think sure. it looks so real and like creepy and really cool. Like, ooh, it gives me chills. I think just the, the effect of it, I'm not even sure if it is stop motion, but just the effect of it looked like they were going for kind of that, you know, 83 Return of the Jedi vibe. Totally. But like just the way it walked was so unnatural, but natural at the same time. <sighs> So to open with that, my eyes like rolled back in my head. So uh, the next shot, Boba Fett picks up his helmet from what looks like a little like pit droid or something like that. It's not it's not a pit droid, but it's got that same general like UFO shaped head vibe. Puts on yeah, a... I'm paused on it right now. It's definitely some type of droid with like that type of head. I didn't yes. realize it was a droid at first, but I love that. You know, we hear Boba say, "I'm not a bounty hunter." Another voice says, "I've heard otherwise." Uh, was that Din saying that? No, I don't know if that was. Din, but the one of the lines coming up when he says, uh, you took the throne of your form, former employer, mm-hmm. that sounds incredibly like Pedro. Like, if that's not Pedro, I'm confused. I didn't think of it, but then my friend Travis from Force Time Pod was like, is that the Mandalorian? And I listened to it again and was like, whoa. Like, it yeah. really sounds like him. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. It's got that same like um, drive-through speaker tone to his voice yes. and and everything. So it, it, that'd be a really interesting facet of the show that I never really thought about. Is mm-hmm. does Book of Boba Fett will it have you know Din in it? You know, why, I mean, why he's around. It? He's yeah, he's hanging. And it's supposed to tie in eventually, you know, into like a big event um, at the end. So you never know. Um, wow. At some point, uh, Boba Fett snuck in and painted the Lucasfilm logo. It's probably when he when he paint, spray painted his own armor. He probably just stepped in and spray painted that Lucasfilm logo because it's looking it's looking nice, fresh. Um, but even nice. before that, he, when he's when he gets his helmet from the droid, and then behind him, it looks like there's some type of chamber. So I know people have been like talking about how his face looks a lot more healed than the last time we saw him. So I'm so curious if that's some type of like back to chamber or something sure. that. He's been chilling in. God, he just looks so good. <laughs> he He's looking great. Awesome. A long time ago, a group of my friends went to go see Paul McCartney at wow. Comerica Park. And my friend Joel got really drunk and was in, like kind of close to the front row. And he just kept yelling, he still looks good the whole time. And that's how I felt about Boba Fett was him. Just, <laughs> I, I kept watching the trailer going, he still looks good. Uh, <laughs> he does still look good. And then, I mean, the thing to really talk about for this whole trailer is how Fennec and Boba Fett are just at each other's side the entire time. I'm obsessed. Never in a separate shot from each other, really, which I'm sure is purposeful for like the themes of the show. I'm sure they'll get separated at some point. But throughout the trailer, they're just inseparable BFFs. (laughs) The next shot, Fennec and Boba walking into a town square, presumably on Tatooine. We don't really know. I mean, it has that kind of sand-worn look to it. So Mm -hmm. then the next shot really blew me away. (laughs) It was was like the uh, Memorex speaker guy or remember it's like tv speaker guy getting blown back in his chair the the author the authorian on a throne almost almost ended my whole day i almost called i almost called in well to work and was like i i can't talk to anybody so what's the (laughs) point of going to my job there's uh some speculation that that's doc ondor who is the authorian from disney's galaxy edge theme park Mm -hmm. that runs the shop where you can buy seven thousand dollar lightsabers um (laughs) so i mean why wouldn't it be you know what I mean? Right. Like it's the timelines, you know, if Galaxy's Edge takes place between Last Jedi and the, the movie that shall not be named, then probably, you know, he's he would he would look younger. I don't know how Thorian's age. 
right. Well, I heard uh, Star Wars Explained uh, talk about the trailer, and I love Alex and Molly so much, but he said he was like, you know, Doc Ondar has some type of beard, which I need to get look further into that. And that he's like, yeah, a little bit differently styled. But yeah, that was his same thought was there's a lot of time in between this and then. So who knows? There's a lot of time to grow a beard on a hammerhead alien. Yeah, I don't know. I need, <laughs> I need a visual on that, but... There's got to be like a Star Wars visual dictionary that explains Thorian facial hair growth. Yes. <laughs> a visual dictionary of grooming or something. <laughs> Just saw it. Star, <laughs> Star Wars facial hair explained. Yeah, I'd buy it. Uh, sorry, sorry. I, that's always my favorite aspect of like any kind of fan discourse and they're like hmm, I, it doesn't look the same and it's like it's a it's a made-up thing it's a made-up guy um anyway it's bacon in space yeah. yeah the next shot is a flyover uh of a sprawling cliffy rocky metropolis gorgeous yeah it looks like um like i'm blanking on the name of uh like the white city in Lord of the Rings. Minas Tirith? Minas Tirith, thank you. Uh, yeah. This is why I asked you to come on. I, I knew you could, you could fill in the blanks. I try. My first thought, it like, looked like the crater left behind on Jeddah from the Death Star from Rogue One, but it could, you know, that's always like us wanting to connect everything. It could just be like a new place. Yeah, and it's cool that there's like the city in the cavern but then it looks like even on top of the cavern is just like more city it's almost like a, a like a fungus or something the way it grows like it's it's like some sort of, it's really wild and really beautiful shot strangely like one of my favorite shots from that like gave me the chills from the from the whole trailer was that empty throne Oof. i think i think just i think that's what the show is going to be right it's going to be to me the whole thing kind of gave off a sopranos game of thrones yes. like chase <laughs> chase for jabba's throne vibe and that's in there, and it's just so resonant, and it hits so hard, and so purposely placed. And it's like almost dead center in the trailer, right? I, I, and you know, over that, you hear, you know, Boba Fett says, "Java ruled with fear." I intend to rule with respect. We'll see how that goes for him but <laughs> guessing not well yeah i feel like you're right though like if this was anything but star wars it would have like a jay-z track on it or <laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. you know run this town you know <laughs> by jay-z have i ruled with fear i intend to rule with respect um, that's actually the theme song. The next shot, Boba and Fennec draw on Palace Guards, and like it looks like a really great like Robert Rodriguez standoff moment. The next shot, uh, we got the Trandoshans, we got the Aqualish, we got the Klaatuians, uh, the old dog face boys. Um, <laughs> all of them get a seat at the table under Boba's rule, and he has a mutually beneficial proposal for them. What do you think the proposal is going to be? I mean, he says something about if we incorporate, then we can make more. Isn't that Boba that says that? Yes. So it's got to be something like that, like something very like it, it's you know what it, it reminds me of that meeting in The Godfather where he's they're talking to that family that wants to get into drugs and the and and Don doesn't the Don doesn't want to get into into them and then Sonny's like so you're telling me that and then he gets then he gets smacked. It reminds me of that. So it's like that type of vibe. Heavy, heavy, heavy Godfather vibes in this scene. Very much, which I'm very, very into. Another really cool shot, Boba and Fennec staring out at like dusk on the desert. Amazing. Of uh, course, my, my first thought when I saw that was like, 
Actually, it wasn't my first thought because I'm just thinking of it now, looking at it because I haven't pulled up, but I'm like, are they in love? But I know they're not, but I think <laughs> I just, I think I have like uh, Padme, Revenge of the Sith, balcony, hairbrush vibes, you know? <laughs> but Star Wars loves a balcony. As do I. The next shot, a sandstorm with some Tusken Raiders under the Tusken sun. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Bubba and Fennec busting through some curtains like they own the place, looking badass, even like going just walking through cloth. Yeah, and so my question about the the Tuscan Raiders little glimpse there, because they had those like darker color robes on, do you think we're gonna get a flashback to how Boba ended up with them in Mando when we when he had the Tuscan Raider gear and everything? You read my mind. <laughs> I, I think what's gonna happen with the arrangement is. If it's the book of Boba Fett, we're getting all mm-hmm. this. It's it's not just going to be what's happening currently. We're going to figure out yes. what happened post Sarlacc pit, and we're going to figure out what happened with you know the Tuscan Raiders. And then I think he's going to bring like the Tuscan Raiders also to the table, mm. which I, is going to cause a little drama. Um, but the you know I feel like the Trandoshans and all the different sects that are there are going to really fight back against that. And yeah. You know, kind of flex and it's going to be like a turf war after that like how dare you bring them into this because they saved him right oh i uh, would love that especially after what we saw from them in mando season two with cobb vanth and how mando spoke to them and everything yep that would be so cool humanizing the tuscan raiders is not just the season two storytelling device i feel like it's it was really purposeful mm-hmm. for setting up this story so that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see that happen. I think I think when that happens, it's gonna split the fa- like the split the families, you know. Yeah. Um, ooh. They're animals. You can't bring them to the table. Kind of a moment. We get some hot Twi'leks. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, you got to have the Slave One flyby, Boba Fett starship flyby. Stop. <laughs> it's still called the Slave One. We're not doing this. I'm not on that team. I think I thought that was. I know you're not. For people that don't know, there was a controversy about <laughs> about Lego renaming Slave One to Boba Fett Starship, but it, it was not a thing. It's just how Legos are named. Yeah, and they weren't renamed. They were just labeling it. Like yes. it's just a label because people who aren't psychos like we are, they're not going to know that. Exactly. Not everyone just spends their days reading like books about Star Wars luggage. Anyway, we can move yes. on. It was stupid. Yes, we it was grown men being mad about Legos. The end. Delete your Twitter, everyone. Yeah, everyone just log off. But listen to this first. <laughs> yes. So at that point, you know, the the Klaatuan asks, What prevents us all from killing you? Taking what we want. At that point, we flash to that Fennec and Boba Fett being surrounded by guards and Boba's helmet rolls on the ground. Also seems like heavy symbolism or foreshadowing of what's to come. Energy shield to activate. Always love a good energy shield moment. Same. Boba Fett in the next shot looks absolutely out of his mind crazed and clubs a guy to death with like a vibro axe or something. I'm not sure what it is, but that's more of Tamara Morrison just living his best life. I'm going to give it everything I got. I'm Boba Fett. I have my own show. Here's me looking like a madman. <laughs> and then at that point, Fennec's voice starts fading in. If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Which is a real flex moment from Fennec Shand. But then we get the real G shot of boba fett like leaning back in the was it the throne or just a chair i think it was Uh, the throne yeah please speak freely as the titles fade i you hear the slave one 
flyby sound again, which is great. Just nice little touch. Very nice. A great way to go out. What were your overall thoughts of the trailer? It made me very, very excited. I, I wanted to also mention as probably what was my favorite part of the when they're sitting at the table and the guy says what what stops us from just shooting you fennec and boba like look at each other and that that look just like gave me full body chills like i love it it reminded me so much of in empire when i think it's right after they they freeze han solo lando and lobot give each other this look and it's like Oh my God, it's it's the best. I, I made a zine issue recently all about micro moments and that might be one of my favorites. And I think this is going to be on that list too because it's just like that that relationship with someone where you don't have to talk to them. They just know exactly what you're thinking, you know? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see them working together. I'm so happy that she was so prominent in this trailer, like that she was, that she was there the whole time because that I'm just excited to see her part in the story i love ming na wen and i i just i loved her and bad batch and i just yeah really really excited and so happy for tamora and i don't know what the heck they're gonna do with this but who knows you think about it's probably gonna be this like tattooing turf war but to what end you know right not, not that everything has to lead to something else most things do these days but at the same mm-hmm. time this, it was stated that this is leading to a bigger event. So, you know, my favorite moment of the trailer was definitely you have all your aliens, you have all these great action scenes and shots, but just that that empty throne shot was it was chilling and it just it stuck with oh. me as like what a choice to put in the first glimpse of a show that everyone's excited for is spending us like two seconds to focus on an empty throne. It's just that's the kind of real deal stuff that makes you excited for something. Like overall, it's a really good trailer. It didn't pin me to the wall the way some Star Wars trailers have in the past. Sure. But I don't I don't think that was its purpose. I don't think it yeah. was like everyone's already excited. They're just mm-hmm. like, here's here's what we can show you right now. That's kind of mm-hmm. what it felt like to me. And it's like that's it was enough to it was enough to get me get me going. Um same here. We're going to do some like fun categories that we're going to call the trials. Are you ready to go through the trials, Kara? Yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be ready because we kind of made this up last minute. We decided to do this Boba Fett trailer reaction kind of as a way to vent it out of our systems before we talk about the Matrix, which we're recording right after this. Because it's like exactly. there's no way we could focus on the Matrix when there's like Boba Fett to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, yes, let's run you through the trials. Trials commence. Trials basically is going to consist of different categories, fun different ways to interact with whatever we're talking about that day. You'll see how it goes. One of the categories is versus. We're going to basically do with versus what everyone did at their cafeteria table at school and compare their favorite characters and who would win in a fight. This one's going to be all Boba Fett versus famous bounty hunters. First up, Kara, Boba Fett versus Samus Aran from Metroid series on Nintendo. So, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know who that is. But based on looks alone, it looks like it would be a it would be a match. I mean, they both have different gadgets. They both have different like upgrades to their armor and suits. True. 
I might have to give this one to Samus. Yeah, is is she tough? The whole she exercise, tough. the whole exercise is like based on like knowing exactly who these people are. So it's just like <laughs> me talking to you about Samus Aaron for two minutes. She's she's a, she's a tough cookie. No, she gets all these different upgrades and blasters that can shoot through walls, and she can do like, mm. spin attacks midair, and she runs super fast and has like a grappling hook, laser beam, stuff wow. like that. So you know. They both have grappling hooks. They both have like flamethrowers. They both have it. But I think Samus advantage Samus Aaron for that round. Round two yes. is Boba Fett versus Alita Battle Angel. I'm gonna give this one. Okay, again, I haven't seen this. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. I'm really. Uh, I'm familiar with the lore, and I would give this one to Boba Fett based on age and experience because I know that she's rather young, right? Yes. Please say yes. yes. Okay, good. She is. <laughs> okay. So I would say, uh, from what I see, I think Boba Fett would would win. What do you think? I agree. Okay. okay. Boba Fett, the, the experience aspect of it, Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> I actually didn't know <laughs> if you say the full thing, so that's where I'm at with that too. <laughs> this is a, a a real compelling part of the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it's my you know, fault. She's, she's like a, she's basically like uh, bounty hunter Pinocchio. You know, like she's oh Christoph Waltz makes her from space garbage she's she knows what she's doing but i think boba fett's taking that one home mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, round three boba fett versus anton Shigur from no country for old men now this one i know i don't know that scares me because I, I don't oh gosh that guy's just so scary but i feel like he's scary to normal people i don't know that he would be scary to boba like do we see him do hand-to-hand -hand combat? I feel like we don't really. He's just flipping coins and has like a cattle gun. He, he doesn't really fight anybody. He might he might um awkwardly wrestle someone to the ground. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm giving it to Boba because of all the weaponry. <laughs> it's it's Boba Fett who has like a jetpack with a missile on it and a flamethrower yeah. <laughs> versus a guy with a Dutch boy haircut. That I thought I thought about it, mm -hmm. and, and if we're taking it purely based on the characters presented in both properties, mm -hmm. uh, Boba Fett has all the gear and the gizmos and the experience, and he's a he's a fighter. But Anton Shiger is like presented basically to be the Terminator in the movie, true. He's in, and he's relentless. Like he Very gets true. in a car accident and he breaks his leg, and he still walks away at the end. That's true. Uh, and he clears out. So maybe it might be a battle of wits at that point, and you never know. That's a draw. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss, sir? The most you ever lost on a coin toss. Final round. Oh, Boba Fett's most frightening adversary <laughs> yet. Boba Fett versus Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh my god. I mean, after I saw that video that you showed me of him <laughs> yelling on TikTok, now I don't know. <laughs> uh, I gotta tell everybody that you said, I've never seen his eyes before, which is a really great observation because <laughs> it's true. You just have those like like solarized lenses. Well, him him and uh, and Boba Fett have that in common then. Um, I'm gonna give this one to, to Boba Fett. <laughs> Wise choice. I just, I don't think that Dog the Bounty Hunter has a good, like, center of gravity. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what I think, because I think we're just going to end that segment right there. Got it. <laughs> the center of gravity is, is what does it. I think Boba Fett just blows him up with a missile, that missile on his backpack. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. I feel like he almost falls over in that video. So worked up. Uh, speaking of all the, like, the gadgets and gizmos and 
all the weapons that Boba Fett has in his arsenal, what Boba Fett related gadget would you like most like to own? That's hard. It's hard to not say jetpack because jetpack would be pretty dope. I think if I was me now in my current life, jetpack. If I was me in some type of like world where I have to defend myself against, you know, various galactic delinquents, then maybe, maybe the missile or the knee, (laughs) the knee things, the knee things are pretty good. That they are great. (laughs) Just the missile by itself. Yeah. Like holding the, just holding the missile when you walk around. I'll just throw it. (laughs) Um, it's like so obviously the jetpack for a good podcasting sake. I'm gonna say the um, grappling hook rope that comes out of his glove because it's true. For some reason, I'm super obsessed with grappling hooks. I think I already mentioned a grappling hook earlier in this podcast that wasn't (laughs) Boba Fett's. Like every video game that has a grappling hook in it. It instantly makes the video game better. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. For some reason, like as a kid, a grappling hook was always like the coolest. Pro- probably Batman related, right? Yes, it could be. I'll talk to my therapist about that and see why. Get to the root of my grappling hook <laughs> addiction. <laughs> yeah. um, something to really grapple with. Hey! You're welcome, everybody. That was just a quick little overview of how the show is going to go. We're actually kicking this thing off first with the Matrix trilogy, soon to be a quadrilogy. Is that what they call it? Sure. I like the sound of that. With the addition of Matrix Resurrections. I'm ready. Let's do it. Kara's going to be joining me for the first one, and that'll premiere on or around November 15th. I shouldn't have said a number because I don't want to hold myself to that. So maybe we'll edit that out. On or around. On or around. On or around really clears me from any legal trouble. Yeah, so thanks (laughs) for listening. I hope you're as excited about the Book of Boba Fett as we are. Go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Thanks for listening to Best One Since the Next One, and we'll see you soon.